Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. So, for those of you watching on YouTube, you're probably a little bit confused right now. For those of you watching not on YouTube, we had technical difficulties. I don't know why I segmented those things. Yeah. Um, so, curse Windows failed to praise Mac for not being Windows. Fuck you, Craig. Craig's <laughs> not here. That isn't necessarily relevant, but it's all I blame Craig anyway. <laughs> yes, we do. And He's a dick. Maybe use your two tech in Star Wars once in a while when you have technical difficulties in the Star Wars universe. That's I... what I'm calling a segue. Jeremy, introduce your character. Uh, my, I am Jeremy. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a Friday, <laughs> and I am playing Corey Tade, who is a human outlaw tech who's going through shit at the moment. And you need to get into Roll20 so you can roll Destiny. Oh, yeah. I should roll <laughs> Destiny, shouldn't I? Um, I mean, you might want to wait until I'm sure I've cleared the pool, because yeah, I don't it, think it, it took looks like this time. Oh. I, yep, I synced it, and so okay. it looks like it's Great. working for me at least. Never mind. Do, yep. do, 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 do. I'm waiting for a roll 22 load up. All right, <laughs> now I'm waiting for character to load up, and now I am sinking the pool. And now I am rolling destiny, and I got one dark side point. And cat. <laughs> I am cat, and I am playing Powder, the surgical droid who doesn't have nearly as many issues as they used to. Um, I'm rolling. I also got us a dark side. Because why wouldn't I? Um, yep. All right. And Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Rerun, the astromech uh, mechanic and saboteur, who's on a little bit of a Jonathan Larson kick currently. Tick, tick, boom. And I rolled another dark side. Oh, man. And the potentially least emotionally traumatized at the moment member of the party, don't worry, I'll fix it, is played by John. 
I'm John, I'm playing Eri Sartinos, the Mandalorian mercenary soldier, who rolled another dark side. Wow, <laughs> this is the first time we've done it. I mean, I don't usually believe in the thing where the GM is competing to beat the characters, but I think in this specific instance, I win. I don't think Jack, we've ever not gotten a light at all. That's is so it weird. a is it a Gary Larson tick tick boom or is it a saliva click click boom? Hmm, that's a very no, good question. And we click, are this click, week boom without. With and this week, we are without. Spencer, which is potentially why the party rolled all dark side, because he plays Sayolo, our rebellion and oriented politician schmoozer. I don't actually remember his class. I like um, diplomat. Our Twilight Sayolo. Twilight Sayolo. Yeah. Our Twilight negotiator. You're an ambassador to the rebellion whose name is Sayolo. But right now, a ship hurtles through space. Weeks, weeks out from the destination, and a group, group of ragtag people with motivations approach to a world where those motivations collide. And on the ship, there's a humming sound that no one hears that starts to grow. So, Powder, I believe at the end of last week there was some check you wanted to make, like a computers or something, but I genuinely cannot recall um... what, so can you refresh my memory if that's still a thing that you'd like to do. Sorry. Um, I th thought that we ended with me wanting to talk to people about burial stuff. Wasn't that where we were? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I misremembered. That's, That's my right. bad. That's yeah. okay. I'm like, I don't think I was doing a computer thing. Sayolo will inform you that Given that you're currently in space, it there are limited versions of body disposal, and it's probably fine. Okay. Um, though he doesn't know this particular individual's tribe affiliation at all. Um, there's certain practicality concessions if they were on, on his home world. There are other ceremonies that could be done. But that, and that would be an unreasonable detour and put you in the middle of a war zone. Yeah. So, Corey, at some point, Powder finds you. Uh, potentially when you're up getting food or something. Yep. Sure. I am... Um... Preparing the bodies for, well, burial is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Seeing as one of them is a relation of yours. Right. Is there anything specific that you would like done? And she pauses and sort of freezes there 
as she seems to be completely clueless as to what might work. Um, um, Uh, uh, uh. No. 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 Is that a no? Yeah, no. No. Just standard, you know. I guess. <laughs> okay. I will do normal burial rituals then. Awesome. You're the best. Are you okay? I'm good. I'm fine. Everything is okay. Okay. If you need me, I will be in the medical bay. Okay. And Powder will head back to the med bay and start Prepping some bodies to be thrown into the void. <laughs> yeah, that is basically what you do <laughs> with corpses in space when you don't have an on-site. Like, larger ships will often have an on-site morgue because pollution. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Rerun will go find Corey as well. Mm -hmm. After a little time has passed. Hello. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good. How much do you know about Tethior? About what? Okay. Um. So the planet we're going to. With uh -huh. me so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, there's we're a going uh, to a planet, right? Right. Yeah. There's a. Uh, small settlement enclave encampment of independent droids. Okay. Um, because it's kind of hazardous to organic life, but less so for individuals of my persuasion who can acclimate themselves via mechanical alteration. Anyway, there's some droids there that might be moderately friendly, maybe. Slightly isolationist, I assume, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I Well, I might be surprised. I don't know. I would feel slightly remiss if we didn't contact them ahead of time, see if they may have done any just standard communications monitoring, that sort of thing, see if they've intercepted or decoded any comms from Tekken's floating thingy. Right. Maybe... Long shot, maybe they've got some access codes they'd be willing to part with or share. That sounds like a thing that should definitely be done. Okay, wanted to run it by you, just a, just a second opinion and yep. and whatnot. But okay, uh, well, once we get close, um, I'll try and calm them in, and we'll see what we can figure out. Awesome. I mean, that sounds like that's a plan. What, that's, that's I I feel like that was standard Republic operating procedure military-wise anyway, right? Probably, I have no idea. Hostile, host, hostile environment, find a friendly foothold, establish rapport, 
incorporate them to beating the shit out of the people we're here to beat the shit out of. I feel like this is this is in keeping. Sounds legit. Okay, cool. I'll go tell Ares because he'll need to know because otherwise I'll send out a comm and he'll try and blow them up. Mm. Cool. Okay. Mm. And Rerun goes out to find Ares. Ares is found. I am currently in the upper area, I guess, exercising, you know. Okay. Uh, again, one fleshy arm doing pull-ups on a bulkhead somewhere, one metal right. arm hanging loose. So before we hit the palace, we're going to make contact with a potentially potential ally on site. All right. There's some independent droids there that have been there for a little while based on my memory banks and they might be able to give us at least some local intel if we're super lucky they've intercepted some access comm codes or something that might help get us onto the platform floating thing without us having to necessarily shoot our way in as much that would be very useful get nice and up close and personal before before we have fingers on triggers exactly and if not, okay. if they have, if they at least have like a spare dropship or somewhere hanging around, we could probably use that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they've got some extra explosives they'd be willing to part with. Well, I mean, uh, if if we have both, what we do is we attach the explosives to the front end of the dropship and just ram it in. But anyways, yep, sounds good. Do a little okay. bit of recon. Yes, I might. See if Sayola wants to talk to them, or I might just talk to him myself since they're sort of anti-organic flesh bag, from what I, mean, I recall. Anyway, I'll figure it out. Right. All right. Just let me know Thanks. where we're flying. We'll get there. Okay. All right. You talk to Sayolo and decide that you will do the take point, and Sayolo will consult with you and try and offer her insights where he can. Okay, sounds good. Unless Thanks. he shows up before that happens, because I know you people, and it's entirely possible that we'll spend the rest of the episode with everyone making pasta. Okay. <sighs> Alright, Rerun has a plan. He's feeling good. He's gonna go check the engines and make sure everything's performing according to how it should be. Give, give the ship a once-over. Hmm? Yeah. Um, you're already aware of Corey's modifications, so you probably right. noticed those if you're working in the engine room. But uh, and that That's just on the life support systems, right? Yeah, that's just on the life support systems, but it is an extant thing. Boop. Yep. Okay. Noted. The powder. A few days from now, you have the bodies ready. You jettison them into space. <laughs> Um, oh. They collide with the hyperspace wall. Disintegrate. Yeah. You guys, say... you guys have to drop out regularly enough because you're going to a weird place. You're going pretty far out and you have to jump out and skip between lanes in subspace often enough that you don't have to jettison them in hyperspace. Um, Powder would make a, an announcement asking if anybody oh. wants to, like come to the release of the bodies. Um, we'll have to come see them off. Yeah. Um, 
Free run does not. I mean, I if you, you want, know. if like I could pull over on some unpopulated astral body, if you wanted to take a minute and actually bury them rather than just jettison them like trash. Wait, what? I was saying I could pull over on some form of space debris if you wanted to bury them rather than just launching them out the door. Do we have time for that? I'm positive we can have time for that. We do not have time for that. We have to stop anyways. This is where Rerun goes into a short lecture on the difference between stopping to drop off a material object on a planet that, or planetoid that requires re-entry, landing sequence, and then exiting, versus stopping in the middle of vacuum, running a quick set of recalculations, turning the ship slightly, and immediately jumping again. One takes five minutes, the other takes three hours. We have uh, time for that. You're almost certainly hearing this. <laughs> Three hours over the course of the next two weeks is not time we can't spare. If we have the time, we can bury them. I will leave the decision up to Corey. Corey will, so, she sort of freezes a minute, looks over at Rerun, do we have the time or don't we? Uh, we can make up the time if we need to, probably. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will find a place to set down. You find a small dust and dirt moon with trees from potentially failed terraforming that kind of limp simply seem to still will produce leaves occasionally. But can't quite sustain themselves with the with the atmosphere that exists here. And with you head my, out with my suit on because I mm. I don't care about low atmosphere. Uh, I will go <laughs> yeah, help powder like bury. Suits, I'm, I'm I will help powder fine. bury the bodies. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. We'll find the the tree that looks the best and bury them close to that. That's going to be a challenge. I don't know if we have time for that. <laughs> well, the tree that looks the best around where we park the We'll find park the, the tree. Ship. Yeah. <laughs> There's one tree that looks like half of its leaves are probably healthy. And you dig up some soil and try and help this little half-terraformed moon continue on slightly longer. There you go. Have some nitrates. <clears throat> Returning 
the physical bodies, at least, of Theresa and a Twilight teenager whose name you never learned to the earth. Goodbye, Twilight Twilight teenager whose name we never learned. You were special. (laughs) Um, Powder will make a a marking in the ground just as a a mark. Okay. Um, Don't make it an X. I'll bury it. They'll they'll dig them up. No, no, no. Uh, three hours later, it's completely obliterated from the surface of the planetoid by a small meteorite. <laughs> Possibly, but we won't be here to see that. We know what we did. And the ship back into hyperspace. Continue on our way. And a soft light joins the hum. Uh... So, over the next week, I think we've already covered this pretty well. Is there anything that people are hoping to do? Nope. <clears throat> nope. Work on work on getting the lightsaber working in secret, where nobody else can possibly be aware. <laughs> okay. It's a small ship, Corey. Hmm? It's a very small ship. Uh, Powdery is very I... protective of her personal space and there are a kind lot of, of grew up owned have. by a hut. I will she assure knows. you right now that Ares will not notice or care. <laughs> Corey, Powder, I was going to say, Powder will spend spend the entire time just making sure that everyone else is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Including Glass and Rainbow. Yep. In that. Okay. <clears throat> so, Corey. Yep. When you next open the box to get back to work on the lightsaber... Er, Again, we've sort of established that you can keep this secret as long as you don't blow a hole in anything, because then rerun right. might notice. I can lock basically any door on this ship to the point that nobody can get through it if I don't want them to, short of blowing the door open. So nobody yeah. in the rerun can. You get have get too it. many okay. explosives. For any oh, door I can to get through that door. Truly locked, but <laughs> yes. But but affected it. But from a social yeah. perspective, even it's definitely if locked. Even if rerun wants to get in, it would take him enough time and noise that you would notice. And if Aries and I could to put get the, in, the lightsaber like... away by that point and yeah. then open the door, mm-hmm. very shining. <laughs> okay. When you next open the chest, um, inside you notice one of the crystals, not the one you were using to try and test the lightsaber and get it going, has started to glow and hum. It's radiating a sort of purplish gold light. Pretty sure that's not supposed to do that. You know these things are able to conduct, collect, or something energy that can be harnessed for destructive potential, but other than that, no, it's not supposed to do that. Um, I double lock the door, and then I start using all of my scanning equipment I have to start running various analytical scans on what kind of energy it's picking up, whether it's likely to explode and blow up the ship. Um, You can roll me either computers or 
education for this difficulty of three. Computers, it is. And a boost die for sufficient equipment. Okay. Here's difficulty three. One boost die. Three successes and three advantages. Um, so, and I will use those advantages for, I think, more information is one of the possibilities. Yeah, that, that works. More information is... I kind of default to no information, but yeah. that's... Yeah, it, I really should get better about being sure I always ask. Um, yeah, so... You know how I mentioned before that these things essentially can store slash conduct energy, and that's how a lightsaber works. Energy goes through a crystal. It's formed into essentially the, depending on which fanon you ask, plasma-y tube that is a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they can essentially contain energy, and that seems to be what happened here. It seems to have essentially reached an energy point where it's harmonizing and has started glowing and humming as a result. Okay. In terms of your scan, you can determine that it's definitely still increasing in energy output. It doesn't seem like it's likely to explode, but it may get more noticeable. Like, it's glowing softly in your hand, but it doesn't cast much of a light in the room if you turn mm -hmm. on the lights. Might stop being the case if this thing continues to have a similar reaction in, as more energy is input. As long as I can keep it in an airtight, in that airtight case. Is the case airtight? The case is definitely airtight, and like having looked inside of it, it's definitely built to hold these things, so okay. it's not... So as long as it yeah. stays in there, nobody will know. Nobody will see the gl the 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 glow or hear the hum. Okay. Um, yeah. You're fairly certain of that. Am I? Is there? And I apologize if if if, if you said this and I missed it. Is there any sense of what kind of energy this is? Um, you're not entirely. In terms of energy that it's storing at the point where it's stored it it's essentially just raw power like okay. typically these are used for lightsabers but the they're containing power in terms of how it's getting it it's unclear you just know whatever it is is currently happening okay so it it does it's not giving off any physical besides obviously the humming and the yeah. light it's not like heating up or anything like that there's no physical if a blind deaf person had this in their hand would there be any way that they knew that it was the humming does seem to come from a soft vibration okay which seems to it's be mani like manifesting the same way the humming is it's probably vibrating to some extent mm -hmm. um but it doesn't seem to be necessarily warm to the touch. Okay. Or otherwise, like I said, from all your scans, it doesn't necessarily seem explosive. It just seems like it's 
whatever you whatever is done or something did charging it right okay i'm gonna put it in its casing and try to activate it and see what happens and hope that I don't blow half the ship off of the rest of the ship. All right. So I'm going to make you roll with two setback die for you don't really know how this works. Right. Just roll me a mechanics and I'll flip a mechanics difficulty three and I'll flip a dark side. Okay. Because you don't technically have Jedi tools. So. Right. If you can remove setbacks for not having appropriate tools on a mechanics check, that I believe works. I might. Um, I know it's in the skill tree. I'm just not sure if you have it. I'm looking through all of my talents. Um, These don't necessarily... I have Inventor, which allows when constructing or modifying attachments, you can add a, add a, add a uh, boost or remove a setback per rank. I have um, uh, Utini, which is remove setback die equal to your ranks made to find or scavenge gear. And that looks like pretty much it as far as... Given you're trying to reconstruct something, I'm going to say it's neither of those are okay. quite relevant to this one. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, two, one, three. And upgraded. Yes. Sorry. No, that's fine. So that's four failures and two advantages. Would you like to spend those two advantages to keep this quiet? Yes. Okay. So you're going to take four damage. Ah! As you kind of, you put and this crystal in and you switch it on, being very careful with the pointy end because obviously. <laughs> it's okay. Boom! Boom! No, no, you're holding it carefully and and you're you're being very aware of what this is. You're not ignorant of how lightsabers work and you got it to do something for. Unfortunately, but when you are sort of your hand has to be on it to flip the switch. And at that point it suddenly is very hot and this orangish-green blade that doesn't look quite like this tube, but instead curves, um, comes out of the lightsaber. And the metal casing is blisteringly hot, uh, scorching your hand quite a bit. You manage to stifle the ow to the extent that no one else on the ship would hear it and switch the thing back off. Okay. You scraped up the workshop like a tiny bit, but given what you do in here, it's not noticeable. Uh, 
Um, and yeah, you fucked up your hand a bit. Okay, now is that it was th that's wounds, right? Not strain. Yeah, that's wounds because you okay. lightsabers cause wounds. Oh, also technically you should roll our obligation. Right, because Spencer's not here. There is a chance we don't have any. There's a chance even if he's here that we don't have any. That's it's like a five percent yeah. chance, but it's a chance. Yeah. Sorry, I I had in mind where that's gonna come up. Yeah. In like two minutes, but I rolled a forty nine, so you do have some. That's fine. Um, um, well, that's the thing that happened. What's your soak, Corey? <laughs> a one. Okay. <laughs> Once I dropped it, it turned off, right? Yeah, I, I said that you essentially flipped yeah, it back yeah. off when you were... Because you're a technician. You know that you don't... If, if something starts overheating, you want to turn it off. Yeah. Um, um. Carefully reach out. Still... It, is, I'm assuming it's still hot and cooling, correct? Yeah, it's still hot. It doesn't seem to be getting... It definitely seems to be a result of this crystal yeah. that it heated. But it's metal, so it's going to take a while to cool down all the okay. way. Grab tongs, pick up, yeah. put back in case, mm -hmm. close case. The case is notably heat resistant, so... Yes. Yeah. Push case with one hand off into hiding place. Go <laughs> unlock door. Go find. What you didn't you didn't grab you didn't grab a can of compressed air and turn it upside down and spray it? <laughs> uh, no, the true mechanic thing is to get a rag is to get a rag, put it on your palm, duct tape it to your hand, and keep going. I'm talking about the the hilt, not not her hand. <laughs> Yeah, walk uh -huh. out, walk directly back into the med bay. Powder's probably uh, in there, yeah. Do you have anything for burns? I put my hand on a piece of the engine, and I wasn't paying attention. And you know how you can get when you're all traumatized over a relative's death, right? Well, I did that. Can you fix this? <laughs> So now I'm really sad that I can't say roll subterfuge and manipulation. No, but there's deception. There is deception. deception. Yeah. Roll me a difficulty two deception roll to see how well this carries off, if at all. I'm flipping another dark side point. Okay. Oh, man. Because that's hilarious. What advantage? Okay, so with one advantage, powder... Nothing about this is inherently out of character for Corey. She seems to be brushing over it, though that yeah. could very well be that it's something that was embarrassing for her to have messed up. Or perhaps she's overly... Perhaps she is traumatized, so that's why she's discussing it in such a matter-of-fact way. Yeah, either, either of those is, is a possibility. Um, it doesn't seem entirely natural to you, though. Yeah. Um, Question. 
can rerun be going back into the workshop to grab some stuff for his projects that he's working on keeping the ship going yeah though uh i do want to ask cory would you have locked up after you left uh i would have definitely yeah successful mm. completely hidden the thing there's yeah. no there's nothing else in there for me to have to lock up um and that would raise yeah. more suspicion so no okay yeah you don't you don't have to unlock the door uh, okay but yeah you um, goes goes inside is there any residual effects from a high intensity energy burst in an enclosed area that so, his that his passive scanners might pick up on yeah that that would be a fuck the one that you you aren't supposed to ask to roll is <sighs> damn it star wars why are there four perception skills um, <laughs> so yeah roll me a vigilance difficulty Difficulty four, but I'll give you a boost die for being more than other people familiar with this setup and familiar okay. with Corey's stuff. One success. Okay, with one success, you do notice, oh, hey, something discharged recently. There's a little bit of scraped metal that, while it's been cleared away, is still recent and okay. a little bit, like... Your Maybe a little carpet, like, carpet oh, there's something over there that's yeah. hot. Um, that's not necessarily super unusual, but you would notice it. It's that Star Wars thing where the inner part of the metal, when anything gets blasted or sliced, glows. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There is a little bit of that just on probably a kitchen counter or something. Wait, fuck, you're not in the kitchen. A counter or something. Right. A work, a work surface. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good to know. But yeah, yeah, you get your you get your bits of your project, and unless Aries for some reason walks down the hallway, we return to the other two. Nope. <laughs> um. All right. Powder will will grab a a med pack okay. and start bandaging up. Yep. Doing doing whatever is, is absolutely necessary to do to a burn. Okay. Uh, so make me your medicinal. medic -y rolls. This is a wound, not strain. Um, so medicine, is it difficulty two? I believe that is something that you should know. It, it's usually a standardized roll. I'll grab it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes things are standardized. Sometimes they're not. Let's play. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing about Star Wars. There are lots and lots of mechanics. Yeah. And they're pretty elegant. There's just a lot of them. So I generally... Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. an, it, it's an easy medicine check. Only one difficulty oh, because okay. Corey is not at... Corey, what's your wound threshold? Uh, my wound threshold is that is a very good question. Um, is it more than six? Twelve. Yeah. 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 So it'll be an easy check. Okay. Cool. Because she's um, under half. And then, and I'm using a med pack to help, so that gets me a boost die. So rolling that. 
two successes and three advantage, and I can heal three extra wounds because of my surgeon ranks, so all of the wounds are gone. So you yeah. heal up to five wounds and up to three strain. Mm -hmm. yeah. And given there wasn't any strain, um, powder, those three advantages, roll me just a... What's a good remembering thanks roll? One of the knowledge skills? Knowledge is our things you have learned. Discipline is remembering mm. things you've uh, done okay. in the past. Um, roll me a difficulty to discipline roll. All right. One success and three threats. The patterns of the burn are weirdly familiar to you. Okay. Um, this is definitely something technical with a shape to it and that shape is what is where the burns are on Corey's hand. Um, but the exact, like, your temptation is actually like, I should probably ask Sen or Lux about this. Probably Sen. Yeah, your, your inclination is, oh, that looks familiar. I should ask Sen. Oh, wait, he's been off the ship for quite a while now and Probably right. not worth bothering him over. Um, so as as Powder is is uh, as, as soon as Powder has Corey's hand in such a way that um, um, she's basically done, but like mm -hmm. um, she's still holding, you know, uh, Powder is still holding on to to Corey's hand. Powder will yep. just kind of lean down. So that she's looking Corey right in the eyes. Are you sure you are okay? Oh yes, I'm good. You know, outside of the 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 being upset and distracted because of the death. I may be how do I put this? I may be newly wiped, but I am not stupid. I was I wasn't I wasn't memory wiped yesterday is what you're trying to say. Basically. <laughs> no, it was like a week and a half ago. Yeah. I was like, it's been longer than it that. Was selective memory wipe. Yeah. No, no. I'm good. I am. I really am. Uh, thank you. Feels much and, better. And I gotta know, go. Like, and uh, she's not letting. Uh, Powder's not letting go of your hand. Um, it'll be really awkward if I. Um, I'm good. Promise. I do not believe you. Okay. And let go of your hand, but I cannot stop you from being stupid. I mean, there are plenty. I should stop before. I should stop while I'm ahead. Um, no, I'm fine. Everything is okay. I'm just 
there's a lot going on and I don't want to process, so I'm trying to work. Maybe you should ask Rerun to help. He seems Maybe. to be mechanically inclined. Maybe. Thanks. Turn around, head back out. Be more careful. Okay. Powder will go back to doing whatever they were doing, trying to rack their brain about what that, what the the burn image could possibly be. As they do. So. Are you going to actively go through your recorded memories for it, or are you just like doing? If a I can. Perspective? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like, that's going to take a little while, but I want you to make me that discipline check again with a boost die for essentially droid bots. Um, and this being something you would likely have compartmentalized but cataloged. Boost die. Three failure! It's the right shape to be a dildo now that you think about it. But then why would I be thinking Sen? That's much more lost. I mean... Do not I don't wish to speak for other people's characters, but I feel like Sen is the kind of person who would injure himself on someone else's sex toy without realizing that's what it was. True. Very I'm true. trying to figure out how you would get a burn from a sex toy. Oh, they can overheat like, if they're miswired. Yeah. Okay. So I said the pattern was something you recalled, and then you went through your memories. I never said that you've seen this as a burn before. Yes. No. I really want to know. And I that that actually would be a significant question for you. Public. That's something. That's something Aries can research on his own time. I really want to know how you get like four points of wounds worth of burn from an overheating sex toy. Public service announcement. Jedi do not use Padawans do not use their lightsabers as sex toys. No you, fucking I have some, shit. You, I have, you, you know that Jedi Temple's most wanted one shot that we're eventually doing. That's going to come up now, right? Uh-huh. I, I, okay. I have some videos that might disagree with you on that. Oh my god. <laughs> Look. On that note, for the audience's sake, that was three failures. <laughs> I had to do something. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm cool. totally all about it. I love it. Three failures. Yeah, three failures. It was four. No, it was three. No, no, three failures. No, no. The, the, there was the, one success, four. so canceled out. I powders, think. powders, discipline was three right. failures. Powders. Your oh. blowing your hand yes. off was four. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Three failures on the recollection. Right. Yeah. So we're headed now. Hmm. All right. So we continue through the deep of space, having had that sequence of events. And about two or three days before you're going to pull out, Lux, you're in the middle of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. We were just talking Sorry. about it. It's all right. You, you were also just talking about pulling out. So obviously you think of Lux. <laughs> Sorry. 
you're in the middle of probably working on some system because the ship does require regular maintenance while in hyperspace. Uh -huh. And you're like, oh, you know, it's probably about time for me to contact the Shaper again. Oh, yeah, I haven't really done that much in the last couple of... Well, like... Last month or so. Yeah, it's it's been a while at this point, especially because we're going through quite a bit of time skip here. Right. Yeah. That's a thing you're aware that you probably should do soon. All right. Uh, okay. I will go... Give an update, send off the usual mess, uh, the latest update. What are you including? Um, just in the very general sense of we were on. Corellia took me a while. I kept thinking Coruscant and Alderaan and Narshada. So they were all anyways, Corellia. Um looking into a uh a, a Tunguska, blah blah blah, soup gang, blah blah blah, keeping everything about about the family shit and the lightsaber out. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, headed to where we're headed to. XXOO Corey. Beep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so actually, not too long after, um, you intend to be heading to Tethyor. There's something quite. You actually get um, a message back. It's short, coded text to Tethyor. Mm hmm. If you're. Sorry. Um. If you happen to come across any detailed records of a project Titania, I would greatly appreciate having those. Like and project I might... Titania? Titania, yeah, like like the fairy. Yeah. Um, and I might consider your debts to be fully paid at that point. It's quite important to me. Okay, so he just wants information about it? Detailed okay. records is the wording used. Okay. Healing. Hmm. So that's surprising because yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Titania, uh, Financial Films will be producing a live stream for Midsummer Night's Dream in September, so be sure for to keep an eye out. For fuck's sake, it took me three hours to come up with a code name that wasn't 
already several Imperial battle cruisers and other things in the actual universe. Do you need to... Yes. <laughs> you ended on Titania. I had Not to... your fault, Aaron. Not your fault. Also, for the record, everything that could be a good codename in the Star Wars universe, including Titania, is already an Imperial-class ship. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really wish this was actually alcohol, but I don't drink. I mean, you know that Star Wars ran out of ran out of names for things when they just went ahead and called a planet Nubia. I mean, they recycled the name Star Killer. They did. Yeah. Okay. So Star Wars naming aside. Yeah. That that is what you get, Corey. Okay. Unless anything is... I will send back a clarification. Oh. Because I just want to be clear on this. My debt or the ship as a whole's debt? Your debt, certainly... The ship also owes me a fair bit, so that would depend on the quality of the information. Okay. We'll relay. Appreciate. I appreciate your compliance. I understand that it can be distracting to be out in the galaxy. Yeah, distracting. Yep. Absolutely. I don't send that. I just say it and then I walk away. Compliance will be rewarded. Yeah! I knew that was coming. Wrong series. Never but... heard the wrong series for a Hydra reference. Also, they're all under the Disney umbrella, so it's related. Mm hmm. They're both going to be in Wreck-It Ralph, maybe. <laughs> I still haven't wow. the first one of those. It was alright. It's worth a watch. It's really good. I like the range of reactions there from, it was alright, it was okay, eh, it was really good. <laughs> no, no, it's good, it's good. It's just one of those where I'm like, I know what other movies and TV shows you haven't seen, so it's hard for me to put that one at the top of the list. <laughs> I mean, I know that no matter what I say, it's going to end up wherever on the list John puts it on the list. That's so fair. I just give an unqualified. That's fair. Well, a qualified, but a not. You know what I mean. You know that no matter how hard you push it, it's not going to make me watch it any faster. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not trying to say I am unqualified to offer an opinion. Hey, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> hint, hint, watch Star Wars movies. Hint, hint. Okay. I'll get there yeah. eventually. Moving on. It's a out on streaming services. Is it? No. No, I said once. Oh, and then yeah. I And then I segued back to what we're actually doing here. Mr. Let Me Plug My Other Show. 
mean, gotta get that advertising out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, you have two or so more days before finally arriving at Tathior. Or at least Tathior's moon was the plan, I believe. Any last things? Going three. Corey, are you telling anybody about those orders? Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was definitely part of the plan. All right. Um. Yeah, you know, at some point, I assume everybody ends up in one spot. Yeah. It tends to happen on occasion. Yeah. Um, so uh, I've got some good news. Really? I didn't know you could Kinda. win that much money out of nowhere. Uh, I don't understand what you mean. I'm going to go right. I'm going to walk right past that. That was the point. Um, so, uh, uh, the boss says that he has some interest in on this planet and getting information about a project type, uh, Project Titania. Okay, is it on the planet or is it on the uh, Doug floating castle thing? The implication would have been the castle. Um, the castle. Okay. So as enough we're going that through... enough that depending on how good the information is, it might clear the whole ship's debt with them, and it'll definitely clear mine. Okay. How many of you have debt to him? The whole ship. That's why I you said know, I the whole but... ship. Wow. All of you borrowed money. You're on the ship. You're part of the crew. Part of the Thus, ship. you have a debt to him. Part of the crew. Part of the ship. We'll agree to disagree. Either way. Sure, we can uh, get it as uh, we're going through. I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I don't care one way or the other, but you can argue it with him all you want. We, we get it as we're going through, I guess? I don't know much about what it is. But yeah. So that's the thing. Okay. Alright, meeting adjourned. This has been very productive. <clears throat> Do I know anything about a Project Titania? Have I ever heard that before? Nope. Sound Actually, difficulty five, knowledge warfare. 
<laughs> answers. I will try no. that because why not? Yeah, yeah. If anyone who hears this can make that roll, it would be difficulty <clears throat> three for rerun. Oh, awesome. One I'm success! A point. <laughs> Coward. Fuck you. I didn't spend a light side point, and I got a success. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Two failures and an advantage. This nope. is why I really like Star Wars, because sometimes when there's no seeming reason, you can get successes. <clears throat> and Corey Not is just part really of my deployment. Smart. Yeah, Corey is just, intelligence five does good things for you. Yeah. Okay. So is Powder also making a roller now? Um, you know what? Why not at this point? Um, Jeremy, why is your soak only one? What? What was the difficulty for me? Five. 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 I don't know. You have a brawn of two, don't you? Mm-hmm. So your soak should at minimum be two. Three failures. Okay. Oh, with my brawn going up, does that mean my soak should have gone up? No. No. No, right? No. I didn't think so. Derived stats are only derived at character development, which yeah. I actually really fucking appreciate. Yeah, and humans start oh. off with two brawn, so. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> sorry, yeah. We can work on that later. Um, yep. Sorry, I tried to fact. I tried to check everyone's character sheet. There was clearly stuff I didn't count. Um, areas. Thinking about it in terms of Project Titania, it's something you may have heard of um, when you were working with the rest of your family, just as one of those things those Imperials had something to do with. Some sort of imperial project. Yeah, like that's that's your um, that's your inclination. Um, like part of the point of code name information is that the code name often has little to nothing to do with what the project actually is. Yep. Um, but it's something that you could have run across that way and just filed as like that's a name of a thing. Right. Uh, Corey. Again, part of the point of codename information is knowing the codename doesn't tell you much. Mm -hmm. But you have heard the name a few times, having been working with the Shaper. You know it's something that he has a lot of interest in. It doesn't seem like he was ever directly involved with it. It seems like more of like a counterintelligence espionage. I want to know about this thing that my potential enemies are doing. Okay. Um... And you would also know that it has some connection to Imperial training facilities. Okay. Like their pilot program or something. That's what you'd be aware of. Uh -huh. Got it. I will relate that information. Mm -hmm. 
some sort of secret Imperial project that for some reason a Doug crime boss has on her floating castle. Well, let's go ahead and go meet with the locals, shall we? All right. Standing by to hail. And you exit hyperspace. First thing Reren's gonna want to do. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No. First thing. First thing Reren's gonna want to do is a long distance scan of Tethior, see if he can pick out relative locations of specifically floating installations and or surface uh, enclaves. All right. So. Um, as you come out of hyperspace, in the distance there is the planet of Tathior. It's challenging to see much of it, given the thick gray cloud clouds that at first have you mistake the planet for a gas giant. But you know there's a core underneath there, and that's something confirmed by your scanners. But whatever makes up the atmosphere is particularly thick, grayish, black, caustic clouds. Um, reruns starting to run in some scans. You definitely notice that, at, again, whatever makes this atmosphere particularly inhospitable also makes it very challenging to scan. Um, the area seems to be primarily... That's a good word for it. Um, noisy. Your long-distance scanners pick up that there's some stuff down there. It detects movement. It detects <clears throat> potential areas. But everything comes back very static-filled. And mm -hmm. um, the ship seems, seems to not be quite able to synthesize a lot of the data for that reason. You, given your previous rules, would know that's part of why this enclave is here. Right. Um, at least the droids. You're not entirely sure about the slavers. Okay. Um, but they seem to be... Whatever installations exist seem to be down in the atmosphere somewhat. Yeah, at least okay. they're in the, inside of the atmosphere. There's nothing... There's no satellites or other things you can detect above ground. The other thing you would notice doing a scanner sleep of the planet is massive, massive life form signs. Oh, okay. Well, this place is certainly a preponderance of entities. Aaron, from my initial scanning, am I guessing that scanning out from the planet is probably just as mucky, given the atmospheric infer in interference? It, yeah, though, like... I mean, better know, instrumentation. If you had a long time right. to work on it, it might be easier. Yeah. Um, but it seems to just be that standard scanning equipment is terribly effective because it bounces off all of the particles in the atmosphere. Right, 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 right. Um, 
Aries, I'm not able to get a decent clear reading from this distance. If you want to take us in a little closer, I'll continue working with our sensor array and see if I can't clean this up a little bit. I will. I will. Um, what? How close is the closest moon around the uh, planet? Um, it's in a decently close orbit, um, medium range, probably. Okay, for as far as our scanners are concerned. Yeah, it. Yeah. You're on a moon that your scanners can reach the planet from. That was sort of the stipulation of. Okay. That was, I just wanted to why see. you landed there. I just wanted to see if there was a moon that was like closer or, or anything like that. That would be nice cover for us to land on or something. Not um, necessarily. I. Okay. You could go above atmosphere in sort of a close orbit, or you could go into the atmosphere itself. Yeah, I'll actually go ahead and uh, uh, go into orbit. I'll pilot into into orbit around the planet and see if we can get anything All more right. from closer up. Before actually going through the atmosphere. Corey, a little help, if you don't mind. Huh? Yep. Okay. Yeah, sure. What am I helping with? Uh, and Rerun will give you a rundown. Basically, we've got a significant quantity of persnickities in the atmosphere. Particles. Sorry, that was supposed to be particles. Um, particles in the atmosphere. Uh, if you can help me modulate the wavelength so that we can hopefully bypass as much of that as possible. Hopefully we can get a clearer sensor reading and over time. While they're messing with the scanners, I want to just visually see if I can spot any sort of um, weather anomalies in the in the cloud cover. Okay. Um, make Aries make me a a Let's make it a perception difficulty to uh, rerun. You can make me an education roll difficulty two to interpret. Corey, you can make me a mechanics difficulty three to modulate the sensors themselves. Two failures. And Aaron, you said education difficulty what? Two. Two, okay. Yep. Triumph advantage or triumph success and three advantages. Nice. Uh, yeah. So Aries visually, he there's this floating gray mass of smoke. Obviously, there's bits of it that look different. The challenge is trying to find anything that might be a pattern to your sensibilities. And aside from that, looks like the air definitely moves around and potentially has storm-like shapes at times you're not really seeing anything that stands out to you. I'm mostly just trying to make sure that if I if I do take an approach, I'm not flying into a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You can figure that out without necessarily rolling. It's just it's hard to know what how quickly this stuff moves here. I'm just going to keep uh, an eye on it while they're scanning. One yeah. success, one threat on the education for interpretation. Yeah. So, Corey, you... You are used to working in less than ideal conditions with less than mm -hmm. ideal equipment. So you're like, okay, so you just go here, and wavelength and test and wavelength and test. And you find something that does seem to filter out a good portion of 
the interference uh, cool. rerun looking through it. Now, you can definitively spot that there isn't much on the planet. Um, those life form readings that you, you detected before are definitely still there, and it seems like the surface of the planet is, for lack of a better term, covered in life. Uh-huh. Um, like, blanketed, almost. Um, the In terms of floating structures, you do detect one near the planet's northern pole. Um, you don't necessarily detect underground droid enclave that is particularly secretive and doesn't want to be found, but that's not surprising, given right. all of those things. But you could intellectually infer that it's not that they're not there, it's that you, for one reason or another, probably missed them. Right. Okay. Um, but not enough to pick up any of the floaty bits? Or did you say that was what was up by the pole? Yeah, you you detect one fairly large, seemingly levitating metal structure okay. ship, something like that, near the northern pole. Okay. Um. Right here's where we start getting a little tricky. <sighs> I have a rough idea that this outpost of free droids has been there for about a century or so, right? You said previously? Um, the century or so was Powder's thing. Oh, okay. All right. In that case, um... Rerun is going to modulate a tight beam broad directional broadcast mm -hmm. uh, on the standard frequencies that um, astromech droids use for communication on in the in the Republic military, mm -hmm. um, just and but they're they're like sort of non-secured frequency. Yep. Um. He wants to target it to as wide of a, a wide of a direction of the planet that he can without it being without it entering the the probable sensor range of that floating uh installation to the north mm -hmm. and just beam it out in periods uh on a on a regular sequence as the planet rotates, hopefully, under this moon, so that he can just sort of blanket the planet with the signal. We're not at the moon. We're, we're, we're not. We're, I thought you said we landed the on the moon. No, we're oh, in okay, orbit. We're in orbit. I, I pulled us okay. into orbit so you guys could Even better, then. Even better, okay. then. <clears throat> All right. Um, basically saying uh, it, it'll be coded in binary. Um, two droids... Looking for the refuge. Two droids looking for the refuge. Just over and over again. And see if anybody uh, with a with a with a uh, built-in 
reply frequency if anybody picks that up and wants to answer back. Okay. After a little while, you do get an answer back. If you're able to, to head back, back to the moon you first landed at. Received. Aries, we need to head back to the moon. I will pull back and head to the moon. Rainbow sort of weeps a few times. <laughs> uh, rerun, you st see her, her stick something under Aries chair. Do yeah, I, I don't some, care. Do I, I don't... notice something <laughs> being stuck under my chair? Make me a vigilance difficulty of one because she's not quiet or subtly shaped. One success, two threat. Yeah, you notice this little droid do a dance and kind of angle out one of its arms just a little too far. It's not like it's try. It's not like Rainbow is trying to like zap me or anything. It's just that the arm is swinging no, out. Something, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sort of look down. You sort of lean down and check the underside of your seat, and there's a kick me sign. I <laughs> grab it and sit back up, fold it up, and put it over. Because she heard that, because she is also an astromech droid. Yep. Aries. Frequency access. Aries casually disintegrates a droid. No, I didn't casually disintegrate a droid. Uh, yeah, I'll go land on the moon. You land back on the moon. There's no more evidence of presence than before. If you wait around, you're not initially approached. What are we doing, Rerun? Uh, waiting for a callback. Okay. Um, and if nothing happens within, like, 10 or 15 minutes, uh, Rerun is going to tap um, rainbow and exit the Nasari. Okay. All right. Come on. Let's go outside. Mm -hmm. Two of you head out. Rainbow will sort of look around and go, What fruit is gray? Rock fruit. Hmm. It's not creative enough. Orange is painted gray. Yes, that would be true. Do we need to be orange is painted gray? No. Hmm. Gray dirt. I monitor the uh, communications mm. on the ship just to see if anything happens while they're roaming around on the moon. What engine washes pink? 
the one that I would use to dye Praz's hair. Ah. Praz doesn't have hair. If he had hair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that... Praz doesn't have hair. That is the joke. (laughs) Your turn. He looks around, and at this point, we're, you're both going to roll me vigilance checks, and I will do rainbows, because rainbow is rainbow. Okay, what's my difficulty? Difficulty of two. One triumph. Yeah. So it's sort of as rainbow sort of swivels around to look at something, you angle yourself in the same direction. Um, you both spot another astromech. Death definitively outside of the visual range of um, the ship proper. Uh, has a sort of orange and gold paint job um, with distinctive symbols. Like, as opposed to the standard astromech thing of having a paint job where different parts are in sort of squares and Mm-hmm. circles colored this is more of like a I decided to canvas situation okay. uh, with various more like human tattoo symbols uh, okay. so yeah it'll be pillow <laughs> the one with the paintbrush Mm-hmm. Said, say, angling that way. Yep. Rerun will wheel over and see if this individual see feels like dialoguing. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you get up there, destroyed it, obviously in binary. Well, mm-hmm. um, got your message. Yes, we're new around here, and we are on a mission, and we are looking for like-minded individuals. You've come to the right place. How long do you have before they get suspicious? 20, 30 minutes. All right. They'll notice if we take take off. So, oh, we're gonna have to find a way to get you in or distract them. Well, our mission is at the big floaty thing at the North Pole. So, if we need to land and send them on a scouting party in one direction, and we go on a scouting mission in the other direction. We try and stay away from from her hideout, but yeah, uh, we can get you lost in the signal traffic if if it's safe for you to go back. Safe enough. All right. Do you have good coordinates for surface landing? I wouldn't 
Might not be the best idea, but yeah, we can give you some some decent coordinates. Works for us, right, Rainbow? Rainbow will. Mm, potato, potato. Rainbow likes fruit. Mm. Rainbow beeps at you in a distinctly offended way. Potatoes are not a fruit. If I had made that joke with tomatoes, that would be fine. Rainbow likes plant materials? This this other droid who's with you just laughs. I go by Becca. Ah, uh, Becca. Um, you'll be meeting Creasy when you get down to the planet. He's a little weird, but don't freak out. He's on our side. Are there right. any other need bolt removers or anything? No. We're operating on ship independently, more or less. There's one other droid that we have not brought with us. She's a med they're a medical droid, so not entirely sure. Okay. All right, be careful. Talk to you soon. Bye. Back to back to the Nassari. How'd it go? There was nobody there. Obvious lie. <laughs> so does nobody there have coordinates for us? Uh, did Abeka give yeah, me those already? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like randomly making up numbers. <laughs> Spout off some numbers. Uh, he'll go plug those into the to the navigation. Yeah. Right here. And you guys will go scouting, and Rainbow and I will go scouting in a different direction, probably. Right, right. So they don't they don't want to meet the folks. I see. Uh, it's understandable. Always awkward meeting the parents. <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow will. Are we taking powder? Powder's going to stay here in case things go badly for the organics at any point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, flying to the planet and trying to land. Yep. So sure definitely. All right. I will help with the piloting. All right. Someone make me a piloting planetary with a boost die from the other one. That would be um, me. That would be Aries. Because right. I don't make I I remove the setback dice from the crappy handling of the ship, and I get a boost die from rerun. 
do. Three successes and three advantages. All right. You sail into this blackish gray atmosphere, the light of this somewhat dying sun and that Tethior has is, is even more faint once you've entered the cloud cover, only giving you a bit of diffuse light. You, you sail through the particles and shadows towards the planet's surface. Um, the first thing you notice as you break through the clouds proper is that the, the surface of the planet moves. The, there are massive trees that stretch across the entire world that's roots and and um its roots particularly above the surface seem to ever so slightly shift over their time and who, whose leaves seem to rattle with all this energy uh, can i use my three advantages to find a a place to set down near the coordinates that were given that has like land-based barriers around it that could be used so, to uh, block sensories, sensors, readings. Um, you could absolutely do that. You do notice the coordinates that you were given are in a fairly clear stretch of land. There's no massive routes directly in your path to the space or in in the space you were you're given to potentially set down. Um, you could try and find an alt. Yeah, you with three advantages, you can find an alternate place nearby that's got some plateaus and um, mountains that would corner it off a little bit. Yeah, that like I, okay. not a said, fan of parking in an open in an open area, basically. All right. And Aries starts to set down in that area. Obvious, many of your scanners do go off, notifying you that the, the conditions outside are probably not suitable for your respiratory systems. Right. Space suits are recommended. This is gonna be fun. I say grabbing my helmet and putting it on. Yeah. Well then, I guess you and uh, Rainbow go to meet your friend. Uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. Gonna go out and see if I can't take a look around. Would you like to come with or stay on the ship? Um. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm a chill here. Sounds good. Don't open the door without an exosuit on. Powder, do you mind Duh. staying here in case Ares gets fucked up while we're gone? Should I not then go with Ares? Do you have a jetpack? No. But how will I know if you get fucked up 
and I am not there to help fix you. Good point. You can come with me if you like, just it might be difficult for you to get to certain areas I'm going to be going to. Is Corey staying on the ship? Yes. Then I will stay with Corey. Ares, if you need me. I will buzz. Yes. Alright. So, <clears throat> the two of you, excuse me, the three of you that are headed outside head out, forking off in two different directions. Uh-huh. Rainbow. Oh, gives Aries a little wave that rerun, even though there's only one finger, really, to the grabber thing is obviously a middle finger. <laughs> uh, I take off on my jetpack looking for a high plateau that I can use to sort of visually scout out a path to the north. Okay, we will get to yeah. that. We're not starting there. I figured we weren't. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so while Ares okay. is apparently uh, leaving on a jetpack. <clears throat> Don't know if he'll be back again. Right. I, I tried to figure out a way to make that rhyme. and yeah. <laughs> As that happens, we're going to go to break. All right. <laughs> And we're back, as Aaron apparently has stepped away, because I couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't wait for the person who actually needed it to say no, you just went back. Um, <laughs> so I decided to walk away to make a physical point about how I was not quite ready. Oh, Hello, cool. everyone, and welcome back to Afterlight Skies, where on this sunless planet, we have split off in two di three directions. One direction just being the direction of zero on a vector space. I think that's how math works. I mean, to an extent, yes. Mm. But we're going to pick up with Rainbow and Rerun, the R-series droids who both have R names, and I just now realized that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rainbow's beeping happily as you who head along in the direction that was specified to you. Um, and, and after a little, a little bit, it rerun, roll me a Vigilance Difficulty 1. Vigilance Difficulty 1. That's a threat and a, or sorry, an advantage and a triumph. All right, with an advantage and a triumph, you don't necessarily fail. You feel this creeping presence of something dangerous around you, and blasters out. You hear this strange, twisted, robotic laughing coming from one of the trees. Gotcha! Um, out... Crazy? Uh, out from behind... In the tree. Yeah! Um, 
climbs almost spider-like a a recognizably an assassin droid though about half of the limbs have been replaced with various things looking more like a droid designed for climbing than entirely standing up right um if you are familiar with FNAF, a very mangle-like posture. Okay. Um, and similarly, bits that aren't quite there. That'd be me. Ah, Rebecca help. told us to... Uh, okay. This is Rainbow. <laughs> and we follow them. Yep. Uh... You don't have to follow for too long, though you do notice that at every opportunity, Creasy, he just jungle gyms through this, his, uh, these plants that, um, you do notice definitely seem to move, but they seem to be leaving you alone, whatever they're moving in response to, they're not bothering you in any way, Uh, Uh aside from you have to go around the giant leaf trunks on occasion um leaf trunks that's that's not what it is how leaf trunks but that is definitely how a star wars scenario would define them so i think you're on on brand i is good with the wordings and the language um yeah okay uh, you start to descend underground um, beneath the surface of this planet. There, there's not much light until uh, until AC flicks on and a small flashlight torch, whatever you want to call it, um, and sort of illuminates the way in front of you. There may be five minutes of of heading down this spiraling underground path. That's where you find yourself in what is clearly some kind of base. There's electronics set up against the wall with the blinking lights and the beeping sounds of scanning equipment. Good to have you with us. So, should be entirely out of their reach. Now, don't have to worry, we got you. Excellent. Uh, are you in charge? I can help you with anything you have. We don't really have a leader. Eh. That's reasonable. Um, so the last person that put a restraining bolt on me is up at that floaty fortress thing up north there, and I need to go blow him up. Which is why we're here. His head seems to twist around 180 degrees as he's thinking. Um, This sort of assassin droid head with a slightly skullish face. Thin 60. That's how... That's how... Does the the full circle. Yeah, Yeah. there's a few full circles. Twisting on and off again. I don't know. We try and stay away from places. 
too noticeable. But if you do need... Now we might be able to scrounge some up. What are you hoping to get? Oh, well, given that you guys have been hiding out here for glancing around, how old does this installation look? <laughs> it's hard to tell with Star's technology, but at least 20 so years. It's, it's The stuff's mm -hmm. been here for quite a while. Given that you guys have been hiding out here for a while, I assume you try and keep fairly close tabs on the comings and goings and make sure nobody gets too close? Yeah. We're the only ones who can see through the smoke of this place. That's good. Um, do you know, have you guys intercepted or decoded any transmission credentials or anything that would help us to get onto that platform without drawing too much attention? We're not asking anybody here to come along. We just want to try and see if you guys have any local knowledge that might put us in a position of advantage. Back up a second. I ain't the fastest droid around here. I am sorry. <laughs> I have fastest road around here. So you're gonna have to be a little more specific. Think about the we, the why, and what your plan setup is so far. Cause we got some stuff, but I don't know what's gonna be helpful to you. Okay. He says that last bit, he does a bit of a cartwheel coming right up into your face. <laughs> kind of do the R2 lean back a sec. Yeah. Well, we've got me and Rainbow. We've got a medical droid. And we have a couple of organics that we've looped in on to be along for the ride. Wow. So, as... get, get that, that. And he, like, taps an earpiece that he clearly doesn't actually need, but is definitely <laughs> there. Hey. Here's where everything goes to shit. <laughs> Abe, uh, just so you know, we're not probably expected to shoot them, so maybe leave that Mandalorian fella intact, if you don't mind, dearest. Please tell me I see a droid getting ready to shoot me. <laughs> Ares, you have this prickling sense of a, of like a gun, a sniper thing being lined up and charged, because, and because then it, I it, have my sniper configuration blaster rifle with me. Yeah, and then it dissipates. In the cinematic version of this, there is that like like of the of the blaster charging and then being decharged <laughs> we'll get to that though so my thought was we get on board we fuck up their whole slaving operation i stick a grenade or something stronger down chinguska's gullet and the hollow vid proceeds according to expectations. I like that plan <laughs> and lots, but I think we've got some stuff that can really help you with that. But there's a few things you might want to consider that have 
It's not like my hand buns. You'll see. She'll get back here at some point. Ain't now that it, we've clarified those aren't organics you necessarily need tons of liberating from. Unless you do. True. Nope. And he, he sort of pulls out with a um with a with one of his other things a piece of uh, a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Paper. Stupid Star yep. Wars. Uh, that just says in Arkabash, blink your sensor twice. Ace, Ace, if you're being coerced, we can help. He doesn't blink at all. Could oh. <laughs> these things? Yes, it is. Yep. Um, and he'll has wanted to help out for a while. Big problem is. Organics can't really survive on the surface, and the surface isn't really sustainable long-term. We gave you somewhere or to set down your ship that should be fine for the next 8 to 20 hours, but most of the planet is entirely inhospitable, and we'll chew up and eat out anything that lands there or tries to build there, especially anything with a life sign. Okay. So... It's gonna be very tricky if you want those organics alive, the ones that are not there of their own free will. That's part of the reason they set up here. Mm -hmm. Combination of not having any sunlight, not having any hope, and and hey, if you take, if you try and run off, if you're in a poisonous, toxic atmosphere that will knock you unconscious and then and slowly suck away. Your will to live until you're nothing but a, a slowly rotting, starving corpse. Eh. And, and the planet around it will eat who beat, eat you and definitely not shelter you in the slightest. That's why hey, they're here. Uh -huh. we, we, we were hypothesizing that might be the case. Um, but yeah, no, we're mostly here on a search and destroy, uh, given the untenable circumstances that it seems those in positions of power seem to be employing even against their fellow organics, we're going to try and shake that regime up a little bit as well, and maybe put the disenfranchised back on top for a change. Hmm? Yeah, works for me. If possible. Whatever you think is best. They're yeah. so bad, they don't even want to live in homes that haven't been remodeled. Context is where the group of us, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hi, Mom, who doesn't watch any of this? Anyway, so yeah, access codes, explosives, whatever you got that might be able to help and you're willing to part with, uh, we'd love you to knock that sucker out of the sky. You extra weapons, and, and my perfect dearest usually keeps track of that stuff, but other things. Well, got a contact with few 
who of the hmm, ones not in charge on the inside, mostly slave, even though there's a couple of sympathetic workers that are aware of us. Um, I can tell you if you fly right in without a reason to be there, her and the good joke, good joke, lie, trick, pretense. They're going to shoot you down. Oh, and they've got bigger guns than you. And hey, if you're still around, maybe they'll... We don't exactly have the resources to mount a rescue if, if you and your organics get restrained and bolted on there. Okay, good to know. We can probably get some records fudged, get you in under or some sort of pretense, but again, we're going to need to know what that is. Beyond we could set that, ourselves up as a, as a merchandise delivery or a supply delivery, maybe? Yeah. If you got substantial food supplies, you could deliver that. Otherwise, it, the only thing they really deliver is... More slaves? On or off, but yeah. Aaron, what would it take? Like, <clears throat> I assume it would be they scan the ship. Oh, yeah, this is an idea of what your cargo is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would it... Do you just... Is that done with enough specificity that if we just grabbed a few crates of just random-ass organic material, we could fudge it so it looks like food? Um, typically the type is pretty clear. Okay. Um, yeah. Probably not. If you had the time and space, you probably could find somewhere that sells counterfeit scanner-detectable food, mm -hmm. because that's the kind of thing smugglers would use, but you can't just grab whatever. They've had enough people smuggling guns that way. Right, right. Okay. All right. Well, that's some helpful intel for sure. Yeah. Once we're once we're set on approach, weapons, of course, would be helpful. What do you guys need? Because I wouldn't want to just come in and impose on your generosity if we've got something usable on board that we can at least use to supplement your energy supply or whatever hmm. we'll take anything energy supplies would be great eat explosives explosives she likes explosives uh fuck he likes explosives okay. uh, <laughs> other than that i mean we don't have any organics down here but anything that you have that supplies could be useful to us um we're always short on wrenches and bits and baubles. If you've got the raw materials to look over some... Mm, he sort of gestures to his own hand that's sort of flopping off halfway. Technical difficulties. Well, here, let me have a look. Yeah. <laughs> He'll do that uh, right Difficulty now. one mechanics to... 
Okay. Basically, mm -hmm. substitute for a uh, for a roll to heal an injury. Yep. Nope. That's what. That's how droids do it. Yep. Mechanics instead of medicine. Three successes and an advantage. <laughs> yeah. You don't fix him entirely, but you get the hand back on all the way. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like. Well, that was mighty nice of you. Thank you. My pleasure. I don't know where this voice is going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, with that in mind, I have an academic consultant on board the Nasari. I may run some of this information that you've given by her. Mm -hmm. And can I contact you guys on that same frequency still? Uh, I mean, you can, but you're kind of blasting the entire planet with it. It's not exactly subtle, just in case they send out scouts. They do sometimes if they're looking for someone ran away or... Yeah, whatever we need to do to help you guys thing. keep under wraps. <sighs> He he'll give you a he'll give you what looks like a heavily modded transmitter uh, communicator. Okay. Just as a warning, comms have about a ten foot range in general on the planet, so oh, contact us with that. We'll be able to get in touch with you back. But your standard comms probably aren't going to be much fun. Okay, well, good to know. Thank you, Creasy. And unless there's anything else you need or can think of right off the bat, we'll be on our way and get you an update. Mm -hmm. Rainbow will inform Creasy on the way out. I don't like fruit or... I like pancakes. <laughs> My mistake. And if Rainbow seems ready to go, yep. we'll leave. <laughs> okay. And on the way back, Rainbow will give you a lecture about how pancakes are superior waffles and waffles are dimpled pancakes that don't understand what they're doing. I mean, for for a given extent, that definitely makes sense. I can see where her logic proceeds. Yeah. <clears throat> you get the sense that she really enjoys having words again, uh -huh. but also really enjoys the way that she got used to communicating without them. Right. Yeah. Good. Good for her. Rainbow butterfly sunshine, living her best life. <laughs> Basically. Yep. Basically. Rerun is very proud of his crewmate. <laughs> yep. And he'll run on back in and brief everybody on what's happened. Okay. Without so. providing any hint as to the location of where the droids are at. Because even Before though it wasn't stated, there, he considers that privileged information. We have two other storylines to take care of that will inform whether or not Rerun is communicating that information, depending on how things go. Aries. I want you to make me a... Is your jetpack piloting? Yeah, it's piloting. Okay, piloting planetary difficulty 4, given that you're going through some pretty weird, dense terrain and having to make a lot of sharp turns. Alright. Uh, threat and a triumph. 
I mean, you don't fall. The problem is that you're a little bit above the tree cover. Because you, you just shoot straight up to try and get enough of an angle to do your weaving and bobbing. And then you can't figure out how to get back down into it. Like, you're like, oh, I can go here. Oh, all right. So the leaves are solid here. Uh, that's like a floor's worth of leaves. That's weird. All right, so I'm just walking on top of the trees, basically, the tree canopy? Yeah, you're you're walking and alternately hopping a bit on top of it. Yeah. So the, the objective is to use use the use the jetpack to get around obstacles I can't just walk over um, mm -hmm. or climb up. So I, primarily, what I'm doing is trying to get a, get a, sort of any indication of whether or not we are within like travel by land distance of this floating castle, uh, and if so, what that no. path would look like. So we're not at all okay. And then in you're that on, case, just you're nearly on the other side of the planet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, sorry, I. I that wasn't made clear previously. Um, oh, in that case, right. I will, I will just sort of scout out around the area and see what is, see what okay. sort of I can ascertain about the about the native life of the planet, which is apparently uh, solid trees. If you're trying to like figure out the native life of the planet, it would be a xenology difficulty too. Not not trying to analyze, just trying to observe. Oh. Uh, perception difficulty. Let's go with still two. I'm not trying to go, this is this type of plant. I'm trying to see, is this a Venus flytrap planet? <laughs> like, is that's what this so is? So as you're, as you're trying to, like, touch the leaves and figure out, like, what they do, how they respond, you find out how they respond as just the leaves that you're already standing on, suddenly all of the leaves simultaneously change direction for, like, a mile in every direction around you, and you plummet through the trees jetpack <laughs> oh, fuck. fortunately you've got a jetpack on so you just land you manage to steady yourself on um on the ground using the jetpack to slow your fall oh uh, you use the jetpack i was really hoping for a grappling hook i don't have one get one i would need cory to fix my armor so i had more hard points <laughs> that's fair or you'd need a backpack on your Mandalorian armor, which would be utterly hilarious. I'm at my encumbrance threshold, so I can't carry much yeah. more. <laughs> That's what backpacks are for. I've already got one, I think. Yeah. Okay, that's what carrying less guns is for. Yeah, I've got a backpack and loading bear, uh, a backpack utility belt and loading load bearing gear. I am maxed the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Technically, there isn't a limit to how many backpacks you can, other than sanity and. And that's just if with you one carry gun. ten backpacks, it looks like you're carrying ten backpacks. That's just with one gun. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Ares can look at his equipment. Yeah. Issues later. Um. Yeah. Just, just, just wear a lot of pouches. <laughs> just life held it up. I I do like to think that because the. One of the things you can get in the Star Wars game, for those watching, is essentially a utility belt that increases your encumbrance a bit. Now, there isn't a technical limit on how many of those you can have, so I like to think that 90s characters are just min-maxing Star Wars Edge of the Empire characters. So many that are yeah. like, well, the rules don't say I can't have more pouches. Oh. So, yeah, I've got every gun in, gun in the game because they're all 
in a series of utility belts around my side. I have like three on one leg, two on the other, one on my shoulder, two on this shoulder. <laughs> anyway. I mean, 90s art would indicate that is what is happening. Yep. Just put pouches on your pouches. So I'm going right. to I'm going to uh, make my way back towards the ship, keeping an eye out. Again, again, just trying to sort of I'm looking at what are going to be the obstacles we're going to be facing trying to if we tried to approach from the ground. All right. Yeah. And as you're heading back, you feel that sense of just half a second where you're like, that's a that feels like a sniper rifle priming and then it's it's gone and no shots gone off. Do I get a vigilance check? You can make one. What difficulty? It's difficulty too, because it's an opposed check. Okay. But yes, you you can make one. One success, two threat. No. Sorry. That's fine. For the record, she rolled three successes and a triumph and two advantages. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Just wanted womp, to have my womp. chance. Uh key. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, just continuing on my way back towards the ship, then again, seeing what... The the more I see, the more I th I'm i figuring we're probably going to be approaching from the ship, but just in case, for whatever re yeah. reason, Rerun goes, okay, we have to approach from the ground. I want to know what we're going to have to be dealing with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And as you're doing that, we're going to go to Corian Powder. So, about... Five minutes after the others have left, uh, Corey, you, I'd assume you're in, you two are probably in the med bay and uh, tech room, respectively, yes. or front, yeah. Yeah. You both hear a... From... Outside. From... Powder will go over the comm to Corey. Did you hear that? I didn't. I did not hear it. Oh. I'm going to go okay. check external cameras. I will join you. <laughs> and Corey, that's distinctly the sound of metal. Uh, is there a lar loud sound shakes the entire ship and you guys have to steady yourselves ah who's who's who is breaking my ship which whoever's keeping track of the ship's character sheet has taken to strain oh man absorbed if it's got the John, you're, you're muted. muted. Yes, we have armor. I'm keeping track of it. Yeah. Cool. cool. Right, it's taken no strain yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. We both go quickly. So, both okay. of you essentially take your round getting to the cameras and looking through them. They're probably in the cockpit. Um, yeah. Well, it looks like that tree branch that Ares parked not on, but near, is now 
slowly digging its way under the ship and trying to puncture its belly from the bottom. Oh, lovely. No, that's a bad tree. That is a bad, bad tree. The rank! And that's three strain. No damage yet. Yeah. Um, well... Um, uh, 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 Powder... Can you get on the horn and tell, uh, tell, I, I'm moving the ship. I will call Ares. Okay. I am moving the ship. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> um, we are apparently being attacked by a tree root. We're moving the ship a bit. Do I hear anything? Because previously nope. established, yeah. <laughs> no, you guys don't know that. Um, you get back the static that Ares didn't immediately respond. Um, and piloting planetary difficulty two because this is, uh, I mean, you're moving, this is a slightly challenging maneuver. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. God damn it, uh, we you just have, fixed the painting. You have one setback dice from the handling of the ship. Yeah. Okay. I will actually spend a R1 light set. On the one light set. Oh, man. Five failures. Two successes and a threat. Yay. Okay, so the what I'm going to say, just because I'm simplifying this a bit, um, with that one threat, the chip does get one more and and this tree root spires up, but you manage to kind of roll the ship to the side a bit, and it does not actually hit. Um, now that the ship's moving, it's harder to hit. Um, but, yeah, you sort of, of take off up into the sky. Yep. Do I see the ship taking off? Not, no. No, okay. Powder, can you find... A non somewhere without flora. I can try. Um, flora density is fairly consistent across the surface of the planet. It's slightly increased at the poles. You did have other coordinates rerun gave you. We don't want to go too far because Ares has yet to respond. Right. Can we just hover? Uh, Is that a thing the ship can uh, do? Yes, but we don't want to. That's a fuel waster. We can if we need to, I assume. Yeah, you can. You could either circle. You could circle, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't technically need to move. Though, part of the reason you were where you were was because of detection concerns, and floating um, above the tree cover would definitely be a detection concern. Just is there bit. somewhere where at least we are not directly be... I'm going to try and, yeah. and look over scans. Somewhere where at least we are not directly being touched by... The, because we don't know yeah. if they can move. 
I mean, you make and, the assumption they can move to some extent because they attacked you. I yeah. mean, moved yeah. like the whole tree. The the, the branches obviously. Um, yeah, there's some there's some level of clearings. And I will okay. try to get rerun on the comms, saying okay. the same the same thing as before. Doopy doopy doo. <laughs> <laughs> Static. Back through the woods. Then Desari's just up here. Okay. I will so, find a yeah, place to sit down you're... where there's at least like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15 feet around where there is no. Yeah. And then keep a very close eye <laughs> on mm-hmm. the trees. Yep. You do notice that since you're keeping an eye this time, about two minutes after you've sat down, the trees definitely start encroaching on where you are. It's slow at first. Oh, goody. They're not striking yet. But that tree definitely moved about five feet closer to you, or at least the nearest part of the trunk did. God damn it. We are not in the Scottish play. Knock it off. <laughs> I'm more along the lines of where is the goddamn Lorax? I need to have some words with that motherfucker. Hmm? That the too. Lorax is moping because his movie was shit. <laughs> <laughs> the newer think... one, the newer one. No. I mean, okay. either one. Um, I Look at Powder. Do you think it, they move? Do you think they're intelligent? Um... I don't know. They have to have some sort of intelligence because they realize that we are a threat of some sort. I mean, not necessarily. Venus flytraps are not sentient. And they move to encapture threats or encapture, you know. Food. True. Let's get back to the discussion of intelligence versus Do we savings. have Do we have the ability to create flame from the outside of the ship? That would be something to ask your weapons expert. I mean, we That's have I... we have a heavy laser cannon. I'm not trying to murder the I'm not trying to murder the ecology. I'm trying to shoot jets of flame to scare them off. Uh, the closest thing we would have to that would be the engines. Spin in a significant call. modification, Corey, you could probably yeah. make the engines. Yeah, that was my next you... thought, is, okay. Yeah. like, okay, <laughs> um, Powder, I need you to keep an eye. I can't believe I haven't answered this yet, but can you get this thing off the ground, at least? Flashbacks. <laughs> you, you, you see Powder's eyes spin like really fast. Technically, off the ground. That's all I need. Straight in the air. I can try, but do you remember? I remember. I remember. Oh God. Oh God. You were- there. No, but I. But, no, I'm but, but she saw the. 
day. Oh, yeah, the fair enough. Air. There's yeah, no that... acid or lava <laughs> here. You are not the only two people on the ship. <clears throat> yes, I am aware. I don't, I don't know, know that glass, glass can pilot can either. Pilot either. We don't know. This is true. She I actually need... does need quite a bit of time to reassign her skill points. <laughs> I need you to keep an eye out, and if they get too close, straight up. That's all we need. I can Away certainly from try. I am going to go... I'm going to go break some stuff. Okay. Uh, so, do you, you want the engines to spout fire? No. That was not my actual plan. I don't want to... I don't want to modify the engines because that might cause legitimate problems in terms of if we need a quick takeoff. My, mm -hmm. What my plan is to try and... I know we have various handheld weapons. I know we have a laser cannon also. Yep. My hope, my plan is to remove the laser aspect and insert a plasma ejection and ignition aspect to okay. the cannon. So I will so the things that you have to work with that are on the ship right now. Um I have my blaster rifle that has the flamethrower attachment though it is in my room and uh -huh. my vibro axe cuz I've got my shield and the sniper configuration rifle with me. Um, have we seen your flamethrower thing before? Yes. yes. Yes, I used it to torch the blood room, remember? Yep. Then powder will mention it. Yeah. Um, we have the heavy laser cannon, twin light, two twin light, two twinned light ion cannons, a concussive missile launcher with two concussive missiles, a tractor beam projector, uh, a reinforced shield generator, a high output ion turbine, an electronic countermeasure suite, 388 frag grenades. Um, even better. Even better. I was gonna say, I have, but frag grenades the, are excellent but for the, deforestation. Efforts. All of the weapons that are attached that are mounted on the ship. Yeah only have a forward firing arc they do not have a 360 degree arc. what is the arc on the, what is the arc on the tractor on the tractor beam? forward all right i am going to reverse polarity on the tractor beam <laughs> to push them away okay so it's not a standard operation meaning you're going to have to make a roll to design that correct it can't be that hard. I'm gonna go with education. Off the housing and flip the polarity. No, switch. I'm gonna. Not... <laughs> I was gonna go with education, but that doesn't make any sense given. Um, so we're gonna. This isn't something you're taught. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go with skullduggery difficulty. Or to see how solid your design is? Okay, so I will... Oh, sorry. I will argue this point. Um, mm -hmm. uh, hold on, just a I second. have no idea what the appropriate role is, so if you have other arguments. I mean, the obvious one would be mechanics. 
Um, mechanics will be the putting it together part. I think that it, uh, I usually try and use a different stat for the figuring out how you're going to do that. Um, this is the planning phase. <laughs> Although, don't you have a thing? I, don't you have a like a, a a talent that specifically calls out when you're trying to design something? Yes, all that does is remove and and but it, remove it, or add dies. It, it doesn't it does have not reference to do. No, it all it says is rolls. Okay. Uh, hold on yeah. just a second. I want to check something. From what I recall, depending on what you're trying to design, the role is often different. Hold on. Just yeah, I was just a... curious whether or not the talent called out a specific role. Because sometimes uh, they will. <clears throat> so, here is why I will argue as mechanics is a possibility. One, it is intellect-based, right. so it is it is definitely about knowledge. Oh, wait. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong... No, no, yeah, it is. Um, uh, do, 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 do. I'm looking through... Uh, uh, da, 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 da. The mechanic skill represents the expertise required. Okay. So I can sure. definitely see for if for for different kinds of I can definitely so, see where you, your your point is and I am totally fine with that. That is just my argument for using it because I have many more dice for that. Looking for various through various things, I will say this. You can you will be making a design role. You can make it either a warfare, skullduggery, or mechanics role. The potential side effects will be different depending on which of those roles you make. I will go ahead and go for warfare then okay. because it's an intelligence-based role. <laughs> yeah. Corey's not very um, cunning. Corey is very intelligent. Difficulty? Uh, for the design is going to be one setback die difficulty three. Okay. I think you may be able to remove that setback. Yes. Yeah, so I have three ranks of inventor. You've got inventor, right? I have two ranks of inventor, so I can actually remove that and then add a boost die. Cool. Yeah. Um, or and add two boost die. Because I. No. No. Um. Yep. And let's see how this goes. Really green dice. Look at all really. those blank green dice. Wow. Well, you you know how you're gonna go about it. That's fine. That's good enough. That is good enough. And let's mechanic do this. difficulty three to actually implement this with. Um, one setback for not getting any successes to design. Okay. I'm flipping a dark side point. Oh. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> Here is your difficulty. Five seconds later. Also, there's a setback die. <laughs> I was trying to open the thing that is the place where I have the ability to flip the point. Fine, I'm flipping a Sorry. light side point. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Four successes and an advantage. So you should be thanking me. <laughs> I say success, success, but yes. Yeah, you've reversed the polarity of the tractor beam. All right. It's now a huge leaf blower. <laughs> Potter, uh, where is the... I need you to turn us... Tur tur turn the front end of the ship towards whatever part of the... Uh, of uh, whatever fucking shrub is closest. <laughs> It looks most <laughs> aggressive. Find However, me the closest grouchiest shrub. Planetary difficulty one with one setback for the handling. Only difficulty And one. I'm upgrading. Right. Nah. Yeah, I'm upgrading it. Why not? All right. Powder gets a despair. On. I see the I just see the ship explode. Difficulty no, that would have been a one. Flux. Despair. Fuck, Corey. I uh, caught it that time. All right, difficulty one, setback die for the ship, right? Yep. And upgrade for the and dark upgrade side. Upgrade on the dark side. All right, here goes nothing. Literally nothing. All right, a single advantage. The ship is pointed in nominally the correct direction. It's great a little there. more than you'd like, Corey. But yeah, Corey. Yes, you got it right. All right, here goes nothing. Powder. Click, click. Powder. <laughs> yes. Hold on to something. <laughs> hey, Glass, hold on to something. Hey, Sai, hold on even... to something. It, it Just in a very flat voice. What is even going on on this show? <laughs> make, <a>, make a gunnery <laughs> roll. Yeah. <laughs> So the actual stats of it have not changed, so... It's just tractor four yeah. in the other direction. Gunnery roll difficulty... Uh, gunnery is only short range, so it would be difficulty... Yeah. One, two... This is going to be, yeah. This is going to be at medium, medium range, so I believe that's a two. There's a success! Woohoo! Okay, so yeah, the nearest tree is pushed back by a tractor beam. <laughs> it's ripped out by the roots. See encroaching limb of the roots of the plant that's getting closer and closer to the ship, and Powder, suddenly the ship kind of shakes and re-angles itself slightly, pushing... That away, he, uh, like, it almost seems stuck. And it can make a difficulty for piloting check to get out of it? <laughs> I don't feel like it can. It's I mean, it's planet-sized, so it technically can make that. Well, it's large enough to be able to make the roll, because they're all technically one tree, but you're also only affecting a part of it. So I'm just going to say it's going to get to roll one die. Because that's what I feel like letting it roll. 
Uh, what's the difficulty? Four. Okay, so it fails. Because, <laughs> yeah. We're, okay. We're in the weeds here. I, it's like... <laughs> this is not what any of this was designed for. No. Oh, man. See? What even is this game anymore? I actually specifically have not put any rancors in this game because in my test Star Wars game, my players found the rancor, had a tractor beam, and wanted to carry the rancor around with a tractor beam. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can keep it alive... And they eventually make it. friends with it. Oh, you can't man. be friends with it. It's a rancor. Rancors um, don't have friends. Rancors have food. Yeah. Uh, I will look so, up what a rancor yes, is the later. nearest tree branch moves away. An entire, and the entire sort of planet around you, all of this forestation that you're decent ways away from, not super close, changes to a deep red from this sort of grayish brown with the occasional spatterings of green that it was. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's the Gonna need to make a critical roll for the ship as it takes uh, four points on a four points of damage damage on a successful hit. So it doesn't uh, take any damage, but okay. Let me make. Does it? Do I make, believe. If it takes oh. if it takes no damage, can it? Does it make a critical roll? Because that mean... doesn't get through the armor. That's a great question, because it rolled two crit, yeah. and it rolled successes. We're going to say no for now, but that's one that I'm going to look up later. Because I feel like that's, that might make armor a little broken. I'm not entirely sure. I'll take a look real quick. Power, Powder, as as you see, like, the leaves of these plants um, sort of fire at, off at the ship, pelting off of it because they're not plasma bolts and just do, don't do very much damage. This thing whittles. Um, as that happens, get the sense that you might want to leave. Okay. That was our statement to the other trees, not to fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> that was a warning shot. Yeah. Um, all right, sure. I will try to pull us back into the air away okay. from... Difficulty two with a setback for the, uh, for the chip, and I'm upgrading that again. Okay, and I'm gonna uh, use a light side point because uh, I, I need it. Uh, yes, you can. You can get critical injuries if you get hit, even if you take no wounds. So I will roll okay. critical for the. So ship. yeah, if you don't mind, that would be great. 
shields down decreases the defense and affected defensive zone to zero and all other defensive zones by one until repaired. Uh, so our f- wh- which front it would have been the frontals. Actually, we get to pick. Because I'm pretty certain it's silhouette oh. is bigger than five, isn't it? Yeah, it's the size of. So we, we get to pick. So uh, it wouldn't matter. It's, it's the same either way. So we'll say front. So our forward shields are down to zero, and our aft shields are down to one. Oh, was it getting setback dice to its attacks for our shields? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I was very careful to figure out what your ship's things were, and that the only thing shields are is setback die, correct? Yes, it's not shields, also shields apply setback dice. Cool. Cool. Yeah, because I did all of that math in advance. Okay, so. Difficulty two, one setback die, upgrading on both sides. Oh, okay. One success and one threat. All right. Yeah, you you pull the ship up and um, manage to get out of the surrounding plant matter and up in the air. Um, and as soon as we're up in the air, I will rerun. send a calm yep. message again to rerun an Aries. Okay. You get nothing back. Okay. You're noticing a pattern at this point. It doesn't seem just like the they took a minute to respond type of situation. Yep. Um, rerun. As you're about halfway back, uh, something will crack all over your tongue. Hey, so did your organics maybe not land where we told them to? Because it seems like they may have pissed off force a little bit. We initially did. Or were supposed... I mean, like, as far as I'm aware, we landed originally at the coordinates No, we landed nearby. We didn't land there. Ares... I don't think Ares communicated that. Okay. As far as I know, they did, but I wouldn't put it past them. The planet's upset, you said? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit nuggets. Okay, I'll go fix it. Rainbow, we need to move. Hello to all listeners of the podcast. This is the editor coming to you with a quick note. Unfortunately, what you heard is the abrupt end to episode 49 of Afterlight Skies. During the night of the stream, the Twitch server, which was being streamed on, dropped the stream. So, unfortunately, that is why... This episode comes to an abrupt end. We apologize deeply for the inconvenience. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we hope that you join us next time for episode 50 of Afterlight Skies. Thank you, and have a good one.